Well, good morning and Merry Christmas. I got to say, there's nothing sweeter than sharing in the most important story ever told with all of the children in our own families and the families of our community. It's such a a great way to usher in this Christmas day that I hope you're all uh, getting ready to celebrate in fun and amazing ways yourselves. Uh, Out of curiosity, have any of you noticed the amazing full moon that we've had the last couple of nights? It's, it's pretty, it was pretty incredible, and it's still probably full enough tonight. Make it a point. Go outside. Look up. Uh, you're going to love it. Uh, and in fact, we were looking at it, noticing it in my family the last couple of nights, and it reminded me uh, of when I was a young child, and uh, we'd be driving home at night from something late, you know, my parents were at, and, and we'd be heading home, it'd be late at night, and I'd be in the back seat looking out the window at the moon. And this sudden, um, astronomically important thought occurred to me as I was sitting in the backseat looking at the moon. And I, and I was so um, transfixed by the importance of this realization that I shouted it to my dad in the front seat. And I said, Dad, the moon is following us. Who's been there? It's pretty peaceful and serene, isn't it? That no matter what turns uh, or or how far you go, the moon just stays right there and it's just with you as uh, this kind of cosmic presence throughout the course of your journey. Now, if any of you ever had the same realization that I had or you remember that moment from when you were a kid, uh, you maybe had the experience I did, which is that after I told my dad that the moon was following us, my dad told me that I was completely mistaken. And my future of ever being an astronomer completely went out the window. Because it's not following you, of course. It's just that it's so distant, it's so far, and yet it's so close. It looks like it's right there, even as it's far away. And even though my dad told me that I was wrong and that I was mistaken or that it was an optical illusion, I held on, I clung to this idea that wherever we went, the moon was following us. And it seemed like this very peaceful, helpful, serene realization to have. That it was up there in its majesty, in its beauty, untroubled by all the hard things that go on down below. And that wherever I went, the moon would be too. Lighting my path, lighting the road before me. And I took comfort in that for a lot of years, and there came another point later on in my childhood where it clicked for me that the reason that was so important and meaningful to me to feel like the moon was kind of up there, always stable, always with me no matter where I went, was that it connected for me with what I also heard and understood about the character of God. You see, I grew up in Sunday school. I grew up getting to do things like our kids get to do here, where where they hear and tell this important story of God. And... And the moon just connected with me in this very visceral, emotional way. And then there came a day a few years later where I read this one particular passage, Psalm 139. 
Uh, and it suddenly clicked for me that this, the things I valued about the moon and how it was so close and always so there and following wherever I went was actually something that was also true about God himself. See, listen along as I read to you the words of Psalm 139. It's saying, God, where can I go from your spirit? Where can I flee from your presence? If I go up to the heavens, you are there. If I make my bed in the depths, you are there. If I rise on the wings of the dawn, if I settle on the far side of the sea, even there your hand will guide me. Your right hand will hold me fast. If I say, surely the darkness will hide me and the light become night around me, even the darkness will not be dark to you. The night will shine like the day, for darkness is as light to you. And what's interesting about the language of this psalm is that the person saying it is saying they're going everywhere. In fact, maybe they're even hiding from God. And yet God's light is with them no matter where they go. And I'll tell you, I start to see my own life journey in that passage because I tell you that full moon we've had the last couple of nights, I don't know that I would have noticed it if my kids hadn't pointed it out to me. They saw it. And they said, Dad, you've got to come see this. And what I noticed is that I've spent a lot less time looking out the car windows at the moon following me wherever I go. Part of that for me is because I'm driving now. <laughs> and I'm rightly paying attention to stop signs and traffic and obstacles and things that might come out into the road, but I spend so much time trying to navigate my own path, trying to make sure that I'm seeing everything I need to see, that I actually lose sight of this unchanging eternal light that is there lighting the path for me everywhere I go. And then as I'm navigating my own life journey, I get into places of darkness. I get uh, into moments and seasons where life is hard, where I'm struggling, and I forget that I can look up. And I get so deep down in the trenches, just trying to get from one day to the next, from one kid being sick to the next kid being sick. And, and I, I'm so focused on just getting through the moment, on finding my way out of this tunnel that I find myself in that I forget if all I did was look up, I would be reminded that there's this amazing light that has never left me and that has been following me around ever since I was a kid, no matter what my dad says. And in this story that we're hearing this morning that our kids uh, and youth have so amazingly shared with us, there's this constant theme of light. Whether it's the light of a heavenly army of angels that are glowing in the sky, whether it's that star that the wise men uh, uh, followed to find their way to Jesus, that, that light is the overriding theme of this story, of this moment and this night 2,000 years ago. And it connects for me to that passage we just read in Psalm 139. See, there's another version of the Christmas story besides the wise men and the shepherds that we hear in Matthew and Luke. One of the other gospel writers, John, he tells the Christmas story in his own unique way. And this is what John says. He says, the word, Jesus Christ, the baby that was born in a manger, gave life to everything that was created. And his life brought light to everyone. The light shines in the darkness and the darkness can never extinguish it. 
This is what Jesus Christ came to the world to be, to be this light that shines in the darkness that cannot be overcome. And wherever we are trying to figure life out, trying to make our own decisions, trying to navigate our own path, that light is there, beckoning us, calling us home to the one person who can give joy and peace. The light of God himself is in the world, shining down on us, and the darkness cannot extinguish it. There's a, an old expression I've heard all my life that says, all roads lead to Rome. And that always bothered me because I know, in fact, that there are a lot of roads that lead other places. But what I think is the half-truth that that phrase is trying to get at is that there is nowhere you can be on this earth where you can't see the light of the moon. No matter southern hemisphere, northern hemisphere, east, west, no matter where you are, the light of the moon is there. And anywhere you are, that light is available to you to guide you home. And in the same way, that light that was born in a manger 2,000 years ago, it is shining bright even now to this day. And you can get lost and you can get stuck in a trench or you can be in a tunnel that feels like it's never going to end. But, but no matter where you are, no matter how lost you are, if you look up, that light of Christ is shining for you. And he is offering you that way home, the way to find the things that we so desperately want in this life. And no matter how many wrong choices or wrong turns we've made, we are never out of reach of that light of Christ that shines forth and beckons us home. Amen. Would you please pray with me? Lord God, we give you thanks that this is not just a a cute story with uh, animals and candy and barns, uh, but that this story continues to matter from the moment it happened to 2,000 years later and as long as this creation lasts. Lord, help us to remember this story so that it would encourage us. Help us not to lose hope. That from now until the day we die, you sent a light into this world. You will not let any darkness overcome us because you will always shine the way home. Amen.